Folks, welcome to the show where our wires always get crossed, but our swords always are too. So welcome to Crossing Swords Podcast. It's episode four of the season. And yeah, it's uh, it's Wednesday. It's Thursday, November 2nd. And there's a slight reason for optimism on the horizon about our Buffalo Sabres. Speaking of optimism, you'll be optimistic if you go to Outlet Liquor and get your weekend started the right way with the place to buy a case. Let's get our show started the right way by bringing in our panel. You know him. You love him. You give him 60 seconds of your day every day. Gatesy, how are we doing today, sir? Always great to be here. Cannot wait to talk some more Buffalo Sabres everyone here today. Okie dokie. And I know we got him driving responsibly. Let's put it, let's put him on just on just the the audio. We're or uh, go on go on audio only while you're driving there, mister. We see you. We love you. Intern Vinny on the other end. Vinny. Oh my god. Oh my god. Coming out of Harbor well, Center in a harsh Coming out of Harbor Center in a harsh way. With that said, we're coming off an awesome 5-2 win for your, my, our Buffalo Sabres. It felt great. It wasn't how anybody predicted this season this first month would go, I would think. But Gatesy, we're feeling pretty good. And whether it's goaltending, whether it's defense, whether it's the offense on the up and up, everything seems to be going the right way for the Sabres squad right now. Yeah, I mean, those those first couple of games of the year, I think everyone was hitting the panic button. We were hearing a lot of must-win games in October, which is always a fantastic sign to start the year off. But I think we're finding a groove now on the ice for the Sabres, off the ice for Sabres Twitter. We're, we're in a good little groove here. Hopefully this team can figure it out. They're, black, they're back in the red and black jerseys tomorrow night. Hopefully that can continue this crazy streak. I don't know, you know, the science behind these goathead jerseys, Maniac, or what kind of the curse or – Luck is on when they wear this when they wear these things, but I think these good vibes should hopefully continue. Good vibes, intern Vinny. How are we feeling after this kind of bounce back after a slow start to the year? Yeah, I think it's interesting, especially given the scenario. Right, Gatesy mentioned how there were what felt like must win games in the month of October, and I saw some people on Twitter kind of discussing and one account in particular, and I can't remember the name of it. I apologize, but. They basically detailed that the Sabres need to play at X point pace over like each six game stretch, right? And to begin the, se- the season, they hadn't played at that point. Now, over the past four games, they've exceeded that that marker. So nice to have a maybe a, a little bit of momentum building and just kind of get back on track to those super high expectations that everybody clearly had going into the season. Yeah, the expectations were high, and none were higher for Uko Pekka Lukonen than a lot of people on this panel. I mean, shout out to Duke Dutchie. I know he's the OG. I know he's the president of UPL Town. But I like to think that we were touting his horn pretty hard here on the Crossing Swords podcast. So that's it. I'm going him, baby. The sweatshirt's back. Wow. Coming off a shutout. That first goal yesterday was bullshit. I had someone in the bar telling me that, that that first goal was on UPL. Are you kidding me? No, we're going puckheads. We're all about UPL right now. Now, this is the key thing. Let's get Levi back in the mix. We can't be wearing down our goaltenders. This is the mistake we made with Levi out of the gate. We were, getting, we were slow on offense. Levi and the defense are playing great, but we wore down Levi. We need to keep these guys fresh. I know Comrie's out still for a little bit, so we need to make sure we're keeping these guys fresh. Obviously, looking forward to tomorrow, but... I got to just say it, UPL, UPL, UPL. And yesterday, last night, gents, was a game that the Sabres have literally lost 11 times out of 10 for the last decade, Gatesy. It felt so good to get a dub in that situation. 
Well, it's weird. Normally the Sabres are also on the other end of things where they dominate games, especially in those like recent couple years where that deserve to win meter whatever that is, is all the way at the Sabres side and they somehow lose like 6-4. It was nice for a change of pace for the Sabres, you know, get shots for 40 to 15 in favor of the, the Flyers and the Sabres won 5-2. to two. Like, I don't know how many times we can say this in the past couple of years where the Sabres get dominated on the ice really in terms of shots and they, they come away with the win. The limited chances they got, they scored on, and they they looked really good on those chances. And I, I'm just happy, you know, right now, I'm not going to be too picky how this team wins games. They're going to get a W, back to 500, and keep these good vibes going. And UPL, hey, Maniac, we've been saying it forever. He's him. Got some really tough bounces. The, the, the stat people, they're, they're up in arms right now, but it's okay. Hopefully we continue it. And again, get Levi in, get this two-headed monster going. And I think that's what we all wanted from the start of the year is these two guys working together. I'm not going to say I'm staying humble, but I'm staying humble with a P. So H-U-M-P-L-E. You know, intern Vinny, bring me back down to earth. I know you're going to give me some numbers about how this isn't sustainable from UPL. His hip's going to give out or something. Bring me back down to earth on why I shouldn't be ready to rub this in on all Sabres Twitter. Well, I will bring you back down to earth a little bit, but I'm actually (laughs) going to agree with a point you made slightly earlier. It's that you can't just... Play. We have three. Well, not at the current moment, right? But we had. We went into the season with three healthy, active, and to some people's um, maybe uh, perception, three NHL goaltenders on the roster, and we immediately used and abused one of them too much, and then immediately used and abused the second one too much, and we were bringing up Devin Cooley, who, for what it's worth sick goalie mask for you know for example but that's about it can't be having this guy on the bench six games into the nhl season and expecting him to be like a meaningful backup when you know this is supposed to be the maybe not easy but so i mean yeah you can't uh, if they keep doing what they're doing i mean a lot a lot of us are going to be brought back down to earth if Devin Cooley is playing meaningful games for the Buffalo Sabres soon because everybody else is injured. I'm on cloud right nine right now, but but your service dropout for five seconds there just brought me back down to earth in more ways than one. So, but hey, I, like, we're having good times. We're smiling. We're laughing. It's a great time to be a Sabres fan. We're at 500. Again, we're not in a great space in the standings right now, but considering that 0-2, considering that offensive start where people were asking about Tage, people are still kind of asking about Tuck a little bit. But you're seeing Biro the hero coming in. You're seeing Paterka, first goal maniac. And you're seeing middle stat going middle stat mode. Uh, so let me ask you both right now. I know Biro obviously had the two goals last night, so that's kind of a layup. But has middle stat or Paterka surprised you more with their starts this season? I mean, I, I think I've been hammering the middle stat, you know, is the guy drum for a while now. And I don't think that really surprised me. But Paterka, I think, is the one out of the two that surprised me the most personally. Like, I thought you'd have, you know, a, a better year than last year. And I thought that would come a lot more defensively. And, you know, that offense would come toward the end of the year. But the fact that he's, you know, scoring at the rate he is and it's been an impact, I think it's been a huge bonus for this team. And I think, for me, at least a bigger surprise compared to him and middle stat. I mean, I feel like Casey's had these these flashes every year of like where things go really well and then whatever happens, you know, he gets hurt or, or I guess not hurt, but like lineup stuff or gets cold. So hopefully he can continue this. But I, I love the rise of Middlestat and Paterka together. I think that's what's going to push this team to continue these good vibes, continue this winning uh, that's going on right now. I have to say 
I am such a J.J. Paterka fan. I loved him when we drafted him. I loved watching him play internationally. And seeing him just sort of play a more well-rounded game a little bit and continue to get rewarded on offense just puts a smile on my face, almost as big as the smile that just seeing Jeff Skinner play hockey brings to my face. But with that said, I, I am a bit surprised by Middlestats becoming a player that is now suddenly like on the verge of signing a seven by seven contract. Suddenly, right? <laughs> am like, I, was I the only one that felt like an earthquake when I saw that tweet? Like I'm like, how do we go from like is this guy still on the roster to seven by seven? Unbelievable. You're right, Intern V. Right, and so I mean, we're we're now approaching a time where we might have to start having a conversation about like, you know, like. What's Peyton Krebs' role on this team if there is one going forward? Like, I think his play has certainly struggled because I think one of the things that he was so good at was, like, setting guys up. His passing was always really impressive, but he hasn't really had a chance to do that. So, as a result, the rest of his game just kind of looks blah. So, I'm glad that Middlestat, who kind of had a similar situation like he had good hands but he was never really on the ice enough or never able to hold the puck enough to really display them is now again able to bring a more well-rounded nature to his brand of hockey and I think I'm enjoying seeing it just because it's nice to see players not fail obviously but I am pretty surprised at how much he has grown into this player that is now suddenly like it's a sin if he's not inside the top six yeah no you're very right and it's crazy because you know, you're just looking at all these players and you're, and you're, you know, you're like, how did this happen? How does that happen? It's almost, you know, and it's, you say it to yourself, but you have to expel the entire Ralph Kruger era from all these players' records, essentially. I was thinking the other day, I let my wa mind wander last night at Sports City Pizza Pub. I was saying, what would happen if you gave Don Granado a team with Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, Reinhardt, and Co.? I think we would have seen some fireworks. They probably would have been allowing five to six goals a game still. But I think we probably would have seen everyone go off in those centuries. And speaking of going off, I got to give credit, obviously. Shout out to, you know, Middlestat. I think what he's done is amazing. He picked up right where he left off last year, which is something he wasn't able to do last season after a strong finish to the 2021 uh, season, I believe it was. But with that said, J.J. Paterka has made me forget that I was a Quinn sexual altogether, okay? I am like, Paterka is unbelievable. The guy is just playing with a poise, playing with a killer mode. And yeah, when Quinn comes back, I mean, my goodness, I don't know where you're going to put all these forwards. It's a great problem to have. Very excited about it. And probably the first time in a long time we're having that problem, Gatesy. It really is. I, I mean, every year it's like, oh, we, we have some really fun players to watch. And then the rest of the lineup is what it is. And while we're giving out flowers to players, I, I think it's only time that Yoki Haru gets some flowers. I mean, he great was game last the, night. the poster boy of hate online for the first couple of games for Sabres fans. And now you don't hear his name at all. He's, he's looked really good. I mean, the bounce yesterday off his skate for the first goal, like, nothing that you can't blame either guy for that. So that's just going to happen naturally in the game of hockey. But Yoki Haru has really picked it up to be that depth guy that this team needed and, you know, not be just like lost on the ice. So I'm, I'm really glad he's picked it up these past couple games. Hopefully continue that for the Sabres. And on the forward side of things, like I don't know what's going to happen when Quinn comes back because he's a guy that, that should be in that lineup. And, you know, that spot where he was at last year, he looked really good at. Hopefully he's another guy that can take that next step up in his development alongside Paterka, alongside Middlestat. But again, it's like right right now the roster's bloated. You, you see guys in Rochester that could get the call up. They've been playing that well. Like Kulik, Rosean, those two guys alone, 
I feel like they've earned the right to get some games. And then you throw Quinn and it's like, what, what are we going to do here? But that Kevin with a Y has got a master plan. He's pulling the strings. And I think we'll just cross these bridges when we get there, honestly. Yeah. Hey, couldn't agree more. Uh, with that said, I'm looking right now. So starting tomorrow, the Sabres have 13 games in 28 days. So basically a game every other day starting. So this is going to be a great grind in November, but let's talk about it. Uh, you know, obviously UPL has been playing well. And as we talk about the remainder of November, as we start to wind down here on CSP episode four, working Levi back into the mix. I mean, clearly he's back at practice. You got to make like, clearly they're, they're not sending him to Rochester for a stint. It would seem, seems like they're getting him in the mix right away. I think we're going to get UPL tomorrow. But then you got to have Levi at Toronto on Saturday night, right? Is that is that the thing? How would you guys would you guys do anything different than that? How do you work Levi back into the mix, especially Comrie's still out for a couple weeks, correct? Yeah, he he's on IR, so it is just those two for the for the time being for Sabers uh, in that, and I, I feel like that only makes sense. And I mean, playing at Toronto there is always going to be a bloodbath. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, Levi's doing well. I mean. The fact that they had him on the bench, I think, you know, speaks volume that he, if he had to go in, he could play. Um, so if it is that next game, they just want to give him a couple more days, just like fully get there. I think that's fine. But, um, and I guess I'm being foolish because you know that Devin Levi loves his black and red, uh, Sabres games. So it's a thing he wouldn't be starting tomorrow. I guess I'm being kind of silly. Uh, Ivy. Yeah. Well, based on how the Sabres have handled the goaltending this season, I almost wouldn't be surprised if for some reason UPL plays both games. And I think numbers-wise, that's probably not a terrible idea. I mean, the score sheet would tend to tell you that UPL has played some good hockey games. I'm probably on I, – I, let's just say this. I am not yet convinced I can call UPL a good goalie. How I, dare I'm, you? I'm not there yet. After all so that. I'm <laughs> – I'm glad that we can have a little bit of disparity on that, you know, topic. What a luxury it is that we can have that debate legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's fair. And I I think now, like, at least you can tell me, like, well, no, look, and I have to at least acknowledge that you have a point, whereas maybe a year and a half ago. There was that point didn't exist. Like I was, just I mean, I mean, how much has the narrative changed in just a week? He got his first career shutout and he won us a game that the Sabres lose 80% of the time. I mean, that does yeah. not happen often to the Sabres. No, that's a hundred percent true. So, but with that said, and this is not me saying this because I'm, you know, maybe don't think he's the best, but like he should not play both games. Facts. I agree. Like Levi Agreed. should play one of them as long as he is healthy to avoid the situation where now, oh, UPL gets hurt, we're maybe rushing Levi back again just to play more games, and then now we're in a, you know, we're in a spiral where, you know, you got to call, you know, emergency backup goaltender, you know, Ryan Vins back in or something again, right? Like, not not Taylor Gahagan getting behind the net. So yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to stop Jonas Enroth when you see him in dashes and ask him if he's still got his pads. Like, Jeez. you know, it's it just, it could be a very problematic situation if they don't can, you know, consider the long-term health of these guys. Now, now you got me wondering exactly what kind of contract they have Craig Anderson on truthfully. That's but, honestly like, I obviously was being facetious when I talked about seeing Jonas Enroth and dashes, but like, 
That's a really fair point. <laughs> 100%. You don't think you don't think he might come off like the, like who is it? Uh who is the guy in uh oh my gosh, Longest Yard who was like the coach and he was in the Burt original Reynolds movie. Character. Yes, Burt yeah. Reynolds. Yes, Craig Anderson is literally going to be Burt Reynolds to the Sabres mean machine. <laughs> All right, speaking How of a mean you, machine. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Can you play hockey after your jersey is in the rafters of a different yes, team? Yes, if, that- if Rick Flair can come back five times and be a two-time Hall of Famer, you could absolutely unretire and come back for sure. Now, here's a question, though. Do the Senators take the jersey retirement back? Like, probably. Because <laughs> think about it. What if he's coming in to play the Senators on a road game? <laughs> Tough look to, like, have your jersey in the rafters and be playing against the team. That would actually be the most WWE thing to ever happen. Uh, but speaking of what's going on around here, speaking of working back in the mix, I said we got 11 games uh, or what, 13 games in the 13. next 28 days starting tomorrow. We have versus Philly at Toronto, at Carolina, home against Minnesota, at Pittsburgh, home against Boston, at Winnipeg, at Chicago, at Washington, home against Pittsburgh, at New Jersey, at Lindy Ruff, at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers, at St. Louis. Those 13 games, gents, give me an over-under for Sabres wins at six and a half. I I think the Sabres are going to be over 50% wins in those games. I think we've known this team for the past how many years just to be so streaky and just a vibes team. Right now, I I feel like the vibes are pretty high and they're going to run this for a little bit. Plus, you got a a go-head game coming up tomorrow. Um, and hopefully they just continue this stretch. They play some teams there they should beat, and they're only one point out of the playoffs right now, which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever based on, you know, if you didn't watch a single game and were only on Sabres Twitter, this team is fighting for a lottery pick. But right now they're one point out of the playoffs. They they go above 50% in the stretch. They they could be, you know, hypothetically in a playoff spot come December, which I, have, have we said that? Because normally they, they really tail off toward November. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think they go over that, that marker. They, they get on a little bit of a run here, kind of even back out after a slow start, hot middle here. So hopefully we can, we can see what this team's really like. You know, yeah. intern Vinny, another team started middling and then went on to win 10 games in November, five years ago. You think that could happen this season? I know uh, I can feel it. I can feel it. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> you really did. I mean, it, it's happened before and it'll happen again. And and look, and I and I, I want to temper my expectations, especially considering how much we have been disappointed in the past. Now, to answer your question literally, I think I'm going to take the over. I think the Sabres will win at least seven games over the next 13. Going seven and six is not all that impressive, but it is going over 500 in that span. And I think this team has the capability to do that. However, I will say, after these 13 games, get you know, maybe get back to me because I, I, I just I don't want to disregard everything we've already learned about what tends to happen to us Buffalo sports fans. And I get and I will reiterate that I hope to the dear Lord that I am wrong, but we'll see. I'll give you credit because at least you have been drumming the I hope I'm wrong card for like over at least over a year now on this podcast. Yeah, I think that's fair. 
That's fair. That's fair. And I that's why I give you credit. You have built around it. You have solidified it. And to that, I give you a lot of credit, sir. And I give you a lot of credit for tuning in here on episode four of the Crossing Swords Pod. Make sure to follow our panel. We got V Cristiano 3, we got Gatesy35, and myself, Zach Sheldon. Make sure you're following along. And let's face it, you know no matter what, one thing is guaranteed. I'm not gonna sit here and yell and scream about it because I think I've done enough of that already. We have got a lot to sit and scream about coming this month of November. So make sure you're subscribing on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, Apple, all of those pods, and make sure you're following along at Cross Swords Pod because we will have a lot of giveaways coming up in the month of November. We gave, we tried to give away money for a UPL shutout, and then you got to shut out the next game. So super excited about that. Gents, thanks for uh, again to our panel, and thanks for tuning on to the one show where our wires do get crossed, but our swords always are. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go.